Hey everybody, this is David Chudik and welcome to this week's episode of the Weekly Wealth Podcast. We're going to try something a little bit new today. So I'm going to be talking about just some random thoughts, random things that I've been coming across in my business that hopefully will point you in the right direction for your financial journey. And speaking of your financial journey, if you've ever wondered what it might be like to work with me personally as your financial advisor, I have a really simple process. So go to my website, www.weeklywealthpodcast.com and click on the contact us button at the top. That'll take you to my schedule. And from there, you can schedule a 30 minute appointment with me that can be over Zoom. It can be in person if you're local and even over the telephone. We'll talk about some of the 30,000 foot aspects of your financial life. We can talk about some of your dreams, some of your fears. We can talk about if we are a good fit to work together and discuss what the next steps might be. It really is that simple, and there is no cost for that appointment. And I hope that you enjoy this episode. This is the Weekly Wealth Podcast with certified financial planner, David Chudik, where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family, and your business. Okay, so let's get started with our random thoughts episode. And let me give you some background information here. Our firm, we do a monthly investment committee call where our chief investment officer talks about uh, some of the things that are going on in the markets and the economy. And we talk about some some talking points and what's happening. And, and he started off this month's call with a quote that he found actually pretty, uh, pretty insightful. And it was by a hedge fund manager named Ed Borgato. And what Ed said was the job is to make money in the world as it is, not as you think it should be. So the job of the job is to make money in the world as it is, not as you think it should be. So that got us into a conversation. There have been some times where we've had clients and you've heard people and even news commentators saying, well, this market rally currently is just fed induced and it's not a real market and this is really not uh, not the way things should work. Well, guess what? When the Fed decides to raise rates or lowers rates, they don't call me and ask, hey, you know what? I know that you have this podcast. You've put out 120 episodes. We think you're really smart. Should we raise rates? Should we lower rates? Well, no, they don't do that. So My job and our jobs is to help clients and your job is to help yourself make money in the world as it is. So even if you don't think that the Fed should be raising rates, that's what they're doing. Um, And when they're lowering rates, if you don't think that they should be lowering rates, that's what they're doing. And you can find a way to profit off of that. And you can find a way to have a wise investment strategy based on what the Fed is currently doing. So I talk about this a lot with my clients, and I talk about how we need to make financial decisions based on our current financial reality. So what does that mean? That means that you might want a $200,000 car, but your current financial reality only allows you to have a $30,000 car or $50,000 car. 
So two things that we can do, we can work really, really hard to change our financial realities. We can do this in a couple different ways. We can make ourselves more valuable to the market. This will help us to increase our compensation. So whether you're an employee somewhere, there are always things that you can do to either look for a different job that's higher paying. You can make yourself more valuable so that your current job will pay you more. Um, you can get new certifications, new education, all those kind of things. And if you're a business owner, well, you just have a tremendous amount of control over your income, and that can help you to change your current financial reality. Now, the other part of that is right now, my financial reality is what it is. It's not anything different. So I need to work within my financial reality. So I I need to know what I can afford. I need to know what my debts are, what my income is, and all of those financial benchmarks. And I need to know those things so that I can act in accordance with my current financial reality. So Ed Borgato was really speaking kind of in a stock market type uh, type reference point. The job is to make money in the world as it is, not how you think it should be. So I heard uh, you always hear around election times and, and on the Weekly Wealth Podcast, I'm never going to tell you who to vote for. I'm never going to even ask who you voted for. But we live in such a divisive world right now in the political scenes that you'll hear people saying, well, if this guy gets elected, uh, the market's going to go to zero. Or if this guy doesn't get elected or this party, vote for who you want, be educated. But the bottom line is, is if your party does not stay in power or not get in power, you still have to make financial decisions, make your investments decisions, make your financial planning decisions based on what is not what you think should be. So what do you think about that? Love your comments on that. Uh, go to my Facebook group. Uh, just uh, just search up the Weekly Wealth Podcast in Facebook, or send me an email, David at parallelfinancial.com. And what do you think about uh, what do you think about the uh, the quote? The job is to make money in the world as it is, not how you think it should be. Okay, so the next topic on today's episode is we're going to talk a little bit about Roth conversions, and we're going to talk in the context of the mass affluent. And we'll define the mass affluent as those who have accumulated fairly significant wealth in their TDAs. Those are their tax-deferred accounts, and this would have happened over their career working as an employee for a company. So really quickly, let's do a recap of how your 401k plans are typically taxed. So on the way in, when you're making your contributions to your 401k during your career, you are receiving a tax break during your working years. And that tax cut is coming in the form of your current uh, tax rate when you're when you're making the contribution. Then as you're taking your distributions after retirement, you are paying taxes based on your tax rate at that point. So what many people like doing or like consider doing is they say, well, you know what? I would like to convert all or part of my traditional uh, IRA or my 401k to a Roth IRA. This will cause a tax hit now at my current tax rate, but it'll mean that my distributions when I retire come out tax-free. It's comparable to in one way you're paying a uh, you're getting tax free seeds and then you're uh, paying taxes on your harvest for your crops or with the Roth conversion or the Roth, you are paying taxes on your seeds and you're having a tax free harvest. So let's look at some of the conventional wisdom and thought processes that go into Roth conversion thoughts. 
So the first is you think about what do you anticipate your tax rate being in retirement versus what is your tax rate at your conversion? So the way that would work is let's say that you are 52 years old and you want to convert a $100,000 of your tax deferred account to a Roth IRA. Well, when you do that, that's going to create a $100,000 of income at your 52 years of age. And then, of course, you are going to pay tax based on whatever your current ordinary income tax rate is. And that could be, you know, even up to 24, 30 percent, depending on where you are. But if you believe that your tax rate at retirement is going to be higher, then you might feel like it's a good idea to take a tax hit now and then have a tax free income when you need the money when you retire. Uh, so if your tax rate is going to be higher later, you might consider uh, converting. If your tax rate you feel like is going to be lower later, then it might make sense to not convert. But you still may even have some other thinking points like you might feel like I just want to have several different types of accounts that are taxed differently. Those are called tax diversification strategies. You might want to have a hedge against uh, forecasting error. Like maybe you're just, you're not really sure where tax rates are going. And, um, you know, that could give you a bias. And then certainly there are those people that just hate paying taxes and they want to do everything they can to avoid them. I can certainly understand that. But sometimes that's an emotional response and does not lead to a rational decision. But I wanted to give you two other factors that you probably haven't thought about. And you can use these when you're considering should you convert your Roth, your traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. So the first is the IRMA and that's I-R-M-A-A. -A, and IRMA stands for Income Related Monthly Adjusted Amount. And this is a number assigned to you that relates to your Medicare premiums. In 2023, individuals with an IRMA of $97,000 or less or married couples with an IRMA of $194,000 or less, they do not have an increased premium on their Medicare costs. But once you get above those levels, you can have a fairly significant increase in your monthly Medicare premium. Now, the interesting thing here to make note is that your Roth distributions do not count towards your IRMA. So let me say that again, your Roth distributions will not count towards your IRMA. So if those are significant amounts of money, let's say you're taking $100,000, $200,000, $300,000 a year out of your Roth, it will not cause you to have an increase in your Medicare premiums. So keep that in mind. Uh, the other thing that you may not have thought about is required minimum distributions and how they are handled. Now, beginning in 2023, the SECURE Act 2.0 raised the act where you must begin taking your RMDs, that's required minimum distributions to age 73. So what are RMDs? Well, over the course of your career, if you have a tax deferred account, uh, the IRS and the government, they said, you know what, we're giving you a tax break on the way in when you're, when you're investing your money because we want you to save for retirement. But we have to make sure that we get some income off of that. So at age 73, when you have to start taking monies out of your account, you're going to pay taxes. Now, oftentimes the mass affluent have other sources of income. They may have rental properties. They may have some pensions and, and some other things to where they do not need to take their, their required minimum distributions from their IRAs for living expenses. But due to this law, they have to. 
Now, if these people would have in the past, if they would have converted all or part of their traditional IRA 401k to a Roth, then they would not have to take money out of their account for a required minimum distribution and pay the subsequent taxes on it. So that's something else to uh, think about. Uh, this is a complicated situation with many factors, so I am biased, but I do think that it's great to work with a financial advisor when thinking about Roth conversions so you can consider all of the factors and the details on how and how they will affect you individually. Okay, so here's the last segment of today's episode, and I want you to think about uh, whether it's for you and or your business, if you're a business owner, think about the events that if they happened, they could financially cripple you. So the first thing that comes to mind typically are all of the insurance related issues. Like if you're a main breadwinner for your family and if God forbid you didn't make it home today, what would your family's life be like? Or let's say maybe you're just, you know, you're doing the unthinkable, you're, you're texting and driving, you checked your phone and now you've rear-ended another car in front of you and they have some major losses, major injuries. And let's say those costs equal in the millions of dollars, but you only have had minimum car insurance coverage. So once your car insurance has paid all that it's going to pay towards the other party's damage, guess what? You are responsible for the rest. Um, some other things that can financially cripple you are contracts or lack of contracts. So especially if you're a business owner, but these these areas do exist in life out, outside of business owners is make sure that you have proper agreements. Make sure you have attorneys reviewing the financial agreements that you have in place. I see it all the time. There are business partners who don't have succession planning planned. They don't have buy-sell agreements planned. They don't even have on paper a division of duties and compensation details. So yes, attorneys cost money uh, to have documents created and reviewed, but yes, you would be incredibly thankful when you need it to know that you have your documents doing for you what you intend for them to do. Some other things, divorce. Divorce can have tremendous, tremendous financial hardships. So the obvious answer is let's do what we can to, to never be in that situation. But if it does happen, let's again, make sure that we're getting representation and let's make sure that we are protecting ourselves in the legal circles. And the last one that I want to talk about today is something that may not cause an immediate crippling of you from a financial standpoint, but it can happen over time. And that is just drift. It's not knowing where you are. It's not having a plan. It's not acknowledging what your reality is. And it's not even knowing some of the rules. You know what they say? What you don't know can't hurt you. Well, that is absolutely not true. What you don't know can hurt you. So educate yourself. Get the help of professionals in the area of your life where you do not have the expertise and surround yourself with the people who will build you up and help you to become who you need and want to be. So that is it for this episode. I really love hearing from our listeners. So always feel free to shoot me an email, david at parallelfinancial.com. If you have any questions, suggestions, even concerns or complaints, I'd love to know what you think about our topics and if there are any topics or guests that you would like to hear from. And until next episode, we wish everybody a blessed 
week. The information contained herein included but not limited to research, market valuations, calculations, estimates, and other materials obtained from Parallel Financial and other sources are believed to be reliable. However, Parallel Financial does not warrant its accuracy or completedness. These materials are provided for informational purposes only and should not be used or construed as an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any security. Past performance is not indicative of future results.